You're listening to AmericasWebRadio.com, the pioneer and leader in chat radio. Thank you for listening. You're listening to America's Web Radio. And now time for the Classic Car Show with Steve Ronaldo and Jim Weber. Good morning and welcome to America's Web Radio. We're glad to have you listening in at 8 o'clock Eastern Daylight Time. A little chilly out for uh, April, uh, whatever it is, 9th. Uh, especially in Georgia. In Georgia. But uh, we're glad to have you listening in. And we've got a great show lined up, as always. We've got Jim Weber in the studio. And Jim's going to be interviewing and talking to Mr. Dave Droshek, I believe is the way he pronounces his name. And he is with uh, the Pinehurst Course Delegates. Concord de Elegance, yes, yes, yes. Well, yes. I, I put my Texan into that. You know? <laughs> oh, and, boy. And plus, it's, I haven't uh, washed out my tongue this morning. And okay. Well, you're drinking coffee. I'm you're good. Coffee. You're I'm good. Getting, okay. David, anyway. uh, David, are you with us? Yeah, Jim, how are you? Uh, I'm great. It's uh, good to talk to you. We have had the privilege of interviewing the folks that are putting some great concours on, and yours really excites me. Because you do a couple of things differently, and one of them piques my interest, and that's the 5K run on Friday morning, or Saturday morning. So this is your fourth year, correct? Yes, it is, yes. And it's in the beautiful Pinehurst. uh, Which golf course is that? Um, We're actually uh, centered right at the resort. Um, Oh. We're on on two holes um, of two different courses right there. Actually, uh, for those who have been to the U.S. Open, we're on the uh, actually the driving range of where they set up the driving range for the U.S. Open. So uh, those two holes that are really centrally located. One of the things that <clears throat> I know this isn't uh, interest of the fans, but for internally and operationally, um, our concourse is fabulous for the entrance because uh, everything's real close, um, and they can. Uh, some of these cars obviously are uh, million-dollar vehicles and. Um, being close and able to drive right to the fairway, um, you know, two, three minutes away. We have a big harness track where we house all the cars. Oh, um, okay. They're, uh, they, they're, you know, they're 30 seconds away from the show field. So, um, Beautiful. That really interests, that really interests them. And, um, you know, they, they, they're like their little babies, you know, little kids, these cars. So <laughs> they take great care of them and, uh, we like to take care of them too. So, uh, that's of interest to the entrance. So, uh, we've attracted some, uh, as word has gotten out. Uh, about obviously Pioneer's Resort and the beautiful area of the country and um, how the entrants are treated. Um, uh, work has gotten out. We've got we've attracted you know year after year just uh, better cars and better cars, which is what it's all about. Yes, know, cars are the show, and um, you know, the better cars you get, the more fans want to see them, and uh, the more interest there is. So uh, uh, four years in, we're excited about. Uh, yeah, we're today. We're three weeks away today, so uh, we're. Obviously, we're humping it and doing a bunch of different things. A bunch of uh, forks are up in the air, and uh, we'll, all, we'll all come down on the right side. So. Great. Dave, uh, four years ago, five years ago, or even probably six years ago, who decided Pinehurst and and the why and the need for the show? Well, Jay Howard with JET Production in Charlotte uh, is our president, and he uh, essentially runs and owns the Concord. Um, I guess they just got together, and I don't know the official history of everything, but I, I know this one Jay approached me about being a communications director, and we had chatted about 
um, you know, just the, you know, three things that we kind of concentrate on are, you know, the history of Pine Rush Resort and, um, you know, Amelia, Amelia Island is, I guess, the granddaddy of all the concours, you know, 60 some years. So that stage on a golf course and then Amelia Island is, is next in line, um, and, you know, 20 some years and that's on a golf course. So natural setting of a golf course and Pine Rush Resort was, uh, you gotta have a place that, you know, really people want to come to to be successful concours. Right, uh, you know, and Pinehurst yeah. Resort is is an iconic location that uh, is recognizable by you know obviously golfers, but when somebody says Pinehurst Resort, that you know they kind of think of North Carolina. And and second, you know, um, well we're talking you know collector cars and luxury cars um, is a different segment. But the automobile in North Carolina has an unbelievable history with obviously NASCAR and just you know racing and it just you know when you think of NASCAR, you think of North Carolina. Right. So, yeah. uh, Richard Petty, and you know, he's going to have a vehicle there. One of his show, one of his display cars from his museum is going to be there this year. So, yeah. And then the third thing is the military. We, you know, uh, we're you know, uh, stone's throw from Fort Bragg, the largest army installation in the country. Um, we have Camp Lejeune in North Carolina. We have Seymour Johnson Air Force Base. You know, we have all these military bases. Um, so we have a strong military connection with our event, which we've had from the outset. Um, so those three things, and then and then you add a add a fourth component in that we started um, last year, very successful with our concert that we had after the award ceremony. That um, is unique to any con- any concour uh, in the country. Um, so and we can talk a little bit about the concert in a little bit. But those you know those three things, and then throw in throw in the concert. Um, and several other innovative things that we'll talk about here in the upcoming segments, um, you know, kind of kind of separated us. You know, if you if you come into the Concord world, there's there's probably 25 or 30 of them across the country. You have to separate yourself, and, and you know, all these owners have all these choices of where they want to go with their cars, right? So you have to you have to attract them. Uh, you have to you know have things they want to do and reasons they want to come and. We feel we've created a unique event um, that still is within the Concord world, and um, it's really taken off. And we're we're excited and proud about what we've done so far, and uh, it just continues to grow. Yeah, well, the thing is, I said earlier, uh, you do a 5K run the morning of the Concord. That's uh, do, you, do you get a bunch of old geezers out there running like David and me, or? <laughs> Well, this is the inaugural year, so we don't know yet. But um, <laughs> okay, you know, we're expecting uh, anywhere between three and four hundred runners. Good. Um, and, uh, and so, what we what we're trying to do, and on Friday we've added an accurate part three golf challenge, uh, where we're going to take one of the golf courses at the resort, and we're going to um, shorten all the holes to par three, and um, everybody will, will tee off, and every hole will be a par three, and every hole you'll have a chance to win an accurate for a year if you get a hole in one. Uh, we're trying to create um, a, more of a weekend feel, more events centered around the Concord. Certainly. Instead of just, instead of just the Concord. And and we're not big enough yet to where, um, you know, the first year we had an auction, it, it went okay. But you have to establish your event uh, a few more years and get a few more people there to really have an auction and some of these other things that the bigger Concords like Amelia and Pebble have. So we, we were tinkering around with coming up with ideas of, you know, what we could create that um, is not that labor-intensive, right, but still fun for people and, and kind of centered around the van. So we came up with a 5K. We have a local sponsor, the uh, First Health is our local sponsor. They're helping us run the race, uh, you know, organize the race. And um, we're running it on one of the golf courses 
and which is unique. That's never been done at Pinehurst Resort. So that's of interest of runners. These guys, same deal with the, with the car entrance. They go all over the place and run these 5Ks. So if you give them something interesting to run and neat, you know, people are going to come. So we're expecting three or 400 runners. That's the morning of the Concord at 7.45 a.m. Um, I will be up that early. I'll actually be up <laughs> over at the media center, but I will, I'll be at the media center, um, uh, counting cookies and potato chips. <laughs> not, not, uh, not running. Yeah, not running well. to the event, but, uh, well. uh, like I said, we expect a good crowd and then, um, you know, the golf tournament on Friday while we go over to, uh, Fort Bragg on Friday with the Iron Mike rally and we'll talk a little bit about that. Yes. Um, we, you know, the golf course, the golf tournament will be going on. Um, so we're giving people that don't go on the Iron Mike rally, um, some of the cars, um, just don't drive on the road, right? They're trailer there. Sure. Yeah. They're, they're trailer queens. Fort Bragg. Yeah, yeah. Trailer queens. So they're not going to drive the Fort Bragg. So we, we said, what can, what can we create during the day, uh, for some of the entrants and maybe their families and the guys that restore their cars that come with them? And, um, what can we create, um, along with, just people in the community that come down for the weekend. What can we create that's of interest? So we came up with the Acura Par Three Golf Challenge. So that's something that's going to be going on while we're at Fort Bragg. Well, Dave, what are you, um, what are we'll you doing for a reception? What are you doing for the? Generally, this is a male interest type thing. What are you doing for the for the uh, wives? Actually, I beg to differ from you. Uh, this is a <laughs> this is an interesting demographic. Um, and as you start in a concourse, you know, the first, even now, I still have to explain to people when I tell them I'm the communications for the Pinehurst Concours, and the first question is, what is that? Um, <laughs> you know, it's just, it's a, it's a whole different world, right? If you don't, if you don't golf, um, and you tell someone to go to the first tee, they're going to kind of look at you with a puzzled look. What are you talking about? What do you mean first tee? <laughs> we, we all, you know, we all take for granted that we know where the first tee is, right? Right. So, um, the Concours world is a, you know, a collector, car, hobby, whatever you want to call it. It's a different world. So, yeah. um, you know, when you start talking about a Concours to people, you have to kind of explain to them what it is. Um, and what we're seeing is it's a, it's a day out. It's a something different and unique for couples to do. You, uh, you know, you bring your wife, you bring your girlfriend. Um, I, I kind of say it's like a steeplechase, right? That, I don't really like horses. I mean, not that I don't dislike horses, but I'm not a horse guy, right? So, but I would go to a steeplechase and watch the horses and drink wine and eat some cheese with my wife. Um, and have really, you know, I don't stable horses, I don't ride horses, but I would go watch it. Sure. So, uh, Concord is similar where we're seeing a, a, a wide range of demographics. It's mostly, you know, over 35, right? It's a little older group, but, it is females. We see a lot of couples walking around. So while you would think, you know, uh, cars and gearheads, you know, it's not really that. It's, it's uh, a very high-end, unique event that people want to come out and see. And that, um, these are cars, you know, you guys know what we're talking about. These are cars that you, you just don't see anymore. Uh, I'll tell you an interesting story. We have a gentleman that lives in Raleigh uh, that's one of our ambassadors. He, he uh, actually won best in class uh, for his Avanti uh, the first year. And we had him come down for a photo shoot the next year, and he, he drove his car down from Raleigh, and he stopped to get gas um, halfway down. Uh, and he was pumping gas, and all these people came out of the convenience store and just gathered around his car and, like, what is that? You know, we've never seen one of those. And, you know, all these owners are great guys. They just they want to talk about the history of their car and what it is. And he said he spent a half hour sitting there talking to the people in the convenience store about his car. Um, so you get a lot of that. I mean, 
these are cars that um, you know they're they're I, I I can't believe it when I walk the show field some of these vehicles that are just immaculate and just look like they rolled off the showroom. Well, and and that's to me is part of the fun of it. And with the venue you have there, I've got to believe that the wives and the ladies will enjoy that. Now, one other thing, it's the youth you're doing that I think is amazing, and David and we we are pushing because we're, I mean, the car collector hobby seems to be a gray-haired hobby anymore. Everybody's gray, but you are doing student judging. So tell us about that. because I I tell you what, let's come back to that. Okay. Let's let's take our first break. We're getting close to it. Uh, Dave, we'll be right back with you, and we'll talk about uh, what you all are doing for the youth right after this. Hi, this is Steve Ronaldo, host of the Classic Car Show on America's Web Radio. Uh, just talking to you about antique car insurance. I think that uh, if you're looking for the best coverage for your classic car, consider J.C. Taylor Insurance. They've been our my insurer for years in this hobby and have the top rating of every, all of the insurance companies in the hobby. When you get ready for insurance, call J.C. Taylor or visit jctaylor.com on the Internet. It's not just your garden. It's the way you live. And there's so much to know. But you have help. Bonnie Plants. Now with Bonnie's app, Homegrown, you can learn about veggie and herb varieties, track and record your garden with photos and notes, share on Facebook and Twitter, and so much more. How'd you ever grow without it? Get Homegrown with Bonnie Plants for iPhone and Android. The more you know, the better you can grow with Bonnie. Did you miss a show that you really wanted to hear? All of our programs are available for download on AmericasWebRadio.com and on iTunes. You can listen to your favorite programs on AmericasWebRadio.com anytime you like. Don't be hoodwinked by the left who wants you to believe the fairy tale that we can power America on butterflies, rainbows, and pixie dust. I'm Marita Noon. Get the truth about energy on my show, America's Voice for Energy, only on America's Web Radio. You're listening to AmericasWebRadio.com, the pioneer and leader in chat radio. Thank you for listening. And welcome back to the Classic Car Show with Jim Weber and uh, our guest from Pinehurst, Mr. Yes. Dave Groshek. Yeah. David, please, yeah. Uh, please tell us about the uh, student judging program and the scholarship. Uh, it's kind of an interesting concept that we came up with the first year. Um, we created an app um, where the judges would go around instead of paper and pencil that they do at every other concourse. Um, so I guess that's another unique part of our concourse. We have a bunch of unique things that we do. So we created an app where they would judge um, the cars on the app with the 100-point system. And as you, you mentioned, the gray hairs, and blue hairs, whatever you want to call them, most of our judges are uh, seniors. So, yep. Um, some of them are uh, tablet challenged. So we said, well, how can we, how can we make this work? So we figured, okay, let's get um, some student, students that are interested in automobile, some high school students that are interested in maybe continuing their education um, at a local community college in the automobile department. They have a, actually, Sand Hills Community College has a, a major where you can uh, study that. So we figured, okay, let's, let's pair up. Um, some student judges with the judges, they can kind of show them how to use the tablets, and the judges can talk to them about concours and judging concours. So 
um, three local high schools um, in the area that we get uh, four judges from each. And um, uh, so they match up with our 12 classes, and they uh, they go around with each you know, judge of that class and help them out. We actually have a what we call the Chairman's Award, where um, the 12 judges get in with uh, Bob Ingram, who's our chairman, um, in a room, and they just they try to convince Bob what the best car is, and that's the car that wins the Chairman's Award. So there's a lot of components to the student judging program. Then after it's all over, <clears throat> we ask the judges to recommend the one student that really stood out to them in the process, and then we award that student a two-year scholarship to the local community college. That's um, great. That that is that is fantastic. And yes, I agree with you. You are very unique in the fact that the judges use tablets. Yeah. So. <laughs> and you know, and when we talk about the Concord world, it is an older generation. And in order to keep these uh, these type of events going for the next twenty, thirty years, you need younger people uh, that want to you know be in the field, collect cars, and be interested in the hobby. And it's one way. And, and these, you know, this is really, this program's really grown they, to where the kids, the kids just really, you know, they're jockeying for position every year now to try to get in. Yeah, I was going to ask uh, you that. Has, has your previous young judges gone out and, and talked it up word of mouth and gotten oh, yeah. other kids excited about uh, applying for the... Yeah. Well, it's probably the only chance they'd get on the Pinehurst Golf Course besides that, (laughs) (laughs) let alone exposure to the cars. Uh, Let's back up for a minute. Mr. Ingram, he he is Road Scholars, correct? Bob is uh, Bob lives in Durham, and Bob's a big Porsche guy. Yeah, he has Um, one of the most beautiful Porsche collections in the world. He does in the world. He does. Yeah, Um, Bob probably has over seventy five Porsches. Yeah. he has uh, what's called the Ingram Collection in Durham. Uh, it's a right. kind of private collection. It's not really open to the public, but uh, he holds functions and different other things at his museum, and um, he kind of rotates the cars in and out. There's usually about 25 or 30 there uh, when you go, so you may see different ones if you've been there a couple times. But uh, Bob's been you know, our chairman from the beginning and been a great ambassador to helping us get this event off the ground. And Bob, you know, Bob has won numerous best in shows and best in class at Amelia and uh, Pebble and all over the all over the place so uh, Bob's just been wonderful you know to work with and work alongside and um, done so many things for our event and just you know been just a great ambassador because you know so many people in the collector world and so many people respect him um, it's just really helped grow our event and you know we're indebted to Bob for everything he's done for us that's great and and just as another side Road Scholars publishes a monthly newsletter for Porsche enthusiasts, which is edited by Randy Leffingwell. And I don't know if you've seen his newsletter, but it is one of the nicest things that in the Porsche world to read. And with that, let's go back to talking about the actual Concours itself. Uh, you've got 12 classes, you mentioned, and I think you're unique. You're going to do one called future japanese collectibles actually we've we've re um, configured our uh, <laughs> we've reconfigured our classes so as, as, which is interesting as you go through the year you come up with your class list in whatever it is december maybe or january and then it it, it fluctuates and switches so we've um that class has since been um deep six and uh, oh okay that, that, uh, that was 
that was going to be an interesting class. I agree, and um, I guess it just didn't materialize. And um, we have we have calls every week um, of, a, of a group that we will put together that get the cars for us. Mm-hmm. And Nigel Matthews heads that up. He's our chief judge out of British Columbia, uh, Canada. And um, every week, you know, they they talk about where we are. You know, we're obviously trying to attract the best vehicles. Uh, you know, and people will. You either get accepted and you invited, or you know get rejected. So we don't accept every car that that wants to come. Right. Um, so you know they have a system where they go through every week, and, and and they get to a certain point where they feel like, well, we're not getting the quality of cars or the quantity that we're interested in or that we want. Um, then they have to make a call, you know, uh, you know, midway through the year or sometimes you know monthly of like, hey, we're going to switch, or we have so many good cars in this class let's split the class into this and this so uh, we, we we just came and we added a studebaker class that we didn't have so we, we've uh, switched some things around you know sometimes dates uh you know you have something up until 1974 then you switch it oh okay we have this 1975 or 76 we want to get in let's switch the date so um it's it's much it's a very fluid process on the on the on the car sometimes good um, that's that's some good. Years, some years more than others. Um, this year has been kind of a fluid year where we switched it up a little bit as we've gone through the process. Um, so, and we have a thirteenth class that's going to be a non-judged class, which is uh, racing cars. So, um, we'll have some unique racing cars there. Um, but the Japanese class, hopefully, we can uh, work that in next year. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, because you mentioned you're going to have one of Richard Petty's cars. Yes. And uh, let's go back up for a minute. Pre-war French, which is the Art Deco cars. Um, are you getting another class? That's, another class that's not going to happen. Oh no! Oh boy! <laughs> oh yeah! Uh, okay. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Your material is going to be shot, right? <laughs> <laughs> well, let's back up a minute. Tell us what the twelve classes are. Yeah, yeah the drop back and punt. Yeah. yeah okay. I, got, I actually have the twelve classes right in front of me. Good. Uh, Pre-war American, open and closed until 1942. Pre-war European until 1942. Post-war European until 1974. Post-war European, open until 74. Studebaker class. Uh, post-war American luxury cars. Post-war American performance cars. Corvettes until 1972. Wow. Mercedes, Mercedes-Benz, 300 coupe and roasters, right. 1954 to 63. Uh, Ferrari class until 1986, uh, Porsche air-cooled cars until 1988, uh, BMW motorcycles until 1976, and then the uh, non-judge racing class cars. Okay. All right. And, and you, so it looks like, um, just looking at the classes, <clears throat> it looks like we're going to have some of these big, striking um, old-time vehicles, right, that, you know, really, <clears throat> you know, last year's winner was a 1919 Pierce era. Right. It was uh, bright purple with white wall tires mm-hmm. um that thing weighs seven thousand pounds um so uh and, and it's seven feet tall in the back um so some of these early cars well you know what's interesting when you come to a concours like this you see these uh the ornate you know the grills and the hood ornaments and things you don't see anymore in cars right um, it seems like you know now we can just say kind of they slap them together right um and back then they were just uh um, they were hand built, uh, pretty much. Yeah. I mean, and you paid for it. You paid for it, but it was uh, 
it was so interesting and so unique. So you have these, uh, we call them rolling, rolling pieces of history, right? You look at these, exactly. you don't see them anymore, and you're like, and <clears throat> I always like to go down the line and, and go, what's that? You know, and we, you get that a lot. You know, what car is that? Or, you know, what year is that? Or I've never seen one of those. Mm-hmm. And that's what you want. You want people to, um, you want, it's almost entertainment. You want them to see, and then, you know, and the owners are all sitting right there and they talk to all the fans and they're so proud of their vehicles. Uh, just, um, and, and the one unique thing that we really haven't announced yet that we're getting ready to announce on Monday is, uh, another, you know, we talk about unique things for our event. Another unique thing is all three of our former Best in Shows are coming back. Wow. Um, to the event. So, um, the 1938 Styers coming back, uh-huh. 31 Cadillac, and the 1919 Pierce Arrow. So, um, so the winner, um, this year, uh, we have a tradition now where we take the winner and the other cars over to the, um, the Carolina Hotel, which is kind of our backdrop photo. So we're going to have the perfect foursome at Pinehurst with our winner this year and the three <laughs> coming back. So uh, it's going to be uh, a real cool photo. And, uh, you know, that's just a testament to our event in our location where, you know, these guys are pretty much on their own nickel, right, come back and just sure. for the weekend enjoy the event. And, and you know, our winners are from uh, Savannah, Georgia, uh, Oil City, Pennsylvania, and Lutherville, Maryland. So. Each one of them is not just driving a couple hours in North Carolina to come back. They're, you know, Peter Boyle from Oil City, Pennsylvania is making you know, a nine-hour trip down here. Sure. Um, so, um, well, it, it's, we're real excited to have these guys back in their cars, and uh, it's just, you know, three more beautiful cars for everyone to, to kind of look at and well, talk about the history of them, and um, they're, and they're three very, very rare cars, which is kind of neat. Well, and I don't think anybody else invites the best of show winners back. I think no, they you're, don't. Yeah, you're unique in that respect. Yeah. Um, pre-war European cars. Tell me, give me a little idea of who's coming or what's coming, because I see you had J.W. Marriott's Talbo Lago there, I believe, in the past. Yeah, and we, um, in general, we don't like to release... Um, Okay. You know, who's coming or, you know, in fairness to, to everybody because um, we don't necessarily want anybody to get a head start or a jump on publicity and, you know, that maybe, you know, hey, they got, you know, we mentioned you and you but not you. Gotcha. <laughs> and so, okay. You know, we, we just, we, we kind of hold that close to the vest until they're there. And because also, you know, something could potentially happen where that, you know, they have to pull out or they don't come or whatever. So um, we, we, we don't really release that. But um, I can tell you. Um, from looking at the list, which I have right in front of me now on my computer, is that um, every year our list just gets, I call it depth. It keeps getting deeper and deeper. You know, the Beautiful. first year we were a brand new event, you know, eh, you know, maybe one or two cars in each class could have won best in class, right? And then the next year you hope three or four. Now we have such a deep field now where, you know, you're talking five or six in each class could win best in class. And then, Beautiful. you know, on the show field you could have you know, upwards of 15 or 20 cars that really vie for best in show, which is, you know, for the limited amount of cars we have, you know, we have just, you know, maybe over 100, 110, and we purposely do that for um, just, you know, we've got, we get great feedback on what we're able to get up close to the cars. Some of the other concours we go to, they're so crowded, we can't really, you know. Dude. So we, we have purposely done some things and limited. We, we want... Um, 
quality over quantity. Dave, yeah. uh, Dave, can I interrupt you there? Yeah. Uh, can you stick with us for another couple of segments? Sure can. Yeah. Okay, well, then uh, I won't ask you the question. I was going to find out how people can get in and go and so forth. But let's wait, and uh, we'll do our okay. second break, and we'll come back with Dave and Piners right after this. Hi, this is Steve Ronaldo, host of the Classic Car Show on America's Web Radio. Uh, just talking to you about antique car insurance. I think that uh, if you're looking for the best coverage for your classic car, consider J.C. Taylor Insurance. They've been our my insurer for years in this hobby and have the top rating of every, all of the insurance companies in the hobby. When you get ready for insurance, call J.C. Taylor or visit jctaylor.com on the Internet. When four members of Congress all die within four months, each of their deaths appears to be from natural causes. But when mysterious messages begin to appear in the form of quotations from long-dead revolutionary heroes, one reporter sets out to prove the existence of a serial killer. His search discovers dark secrets and an assassin shielded by people who need the very services that only he can provide. The Sun Silas Rising, a novel by Doug Dahlgren. On Kindle or paperback through Amazon.com. Did you miss a show that you really wanted to hear? All of our programs are available for download on AmericasWebRadio.com and on iTunes. You can listen to your favorite programs on AmericasWebRadio.com anytime you like. This is Daryl Pullis inviting you to listen to America's Homegrown Veggie Show right here every Saturday morning at 10 Eastern Time. Great guests, great tips, and valuable information about growing your own vegetables, fruits, and herbs. You're listening to AmericasWebRadio.com, the pioneer and leader in chat radio. Thank you for listening. And we do thank you for listening. And, uh, you know, Jim, this this show has grown and grown, and I, I want to thank everybody that listens. We, we download uh, in the, uh, I think it's... 38,000 now Wow! podcasts per month on this show. Uh, and, and, you know, it's like all of our shows. It's unique. It, not everybody does a classic car show. Not everybody does a land surveying show. Not everybody does a white deer, white-tailed deer hunting show that we're going to be starting shortly. Um, we've got the lady out in uh, Vancouver that's doing a show, Cool Projects, and she just had her restoration show about uh, what a, a constable in Canada got tired of kids going to jail because of stealing cars, so he started a restoration program for kids. And um, very unique. And, Dave, we, we want to thank you for coming on today and talking to us uh, about Pinehurst, which uh, you all are sort of like we are. We're, we're, you all are unique, and we're unique, and we're delighted to have you on today. I appreciate the opportunity yeah. to come on and, and talk about our event. I really do. All right. Well, let's let's go back to where we left off, and uh, I'll let you pick it up. Well, the one thing we haven't talked about, well, I guess two things, is the military connection and yes. the concert. So let's let's tackle the military part of our event. Beautiful. Uh, the main thing, and we started this our first year, and, we, and we've continued it every year. And last year we had a little mini version since it rained, um, but. Uh, we have something called the Iron Mike Rally. Um, when you get to Fort Bragg, anyone who's ever been to Fort Bragg has the pleasure to be there. Um, there's a big Iron Mike statue. I don't know how tall it is. Very tall, around 30 feet maybe. Is you come into the base and it's in a circle and you go around the Iron Mike soldier. So we have what we call the Iron Mike Rally. Um, any of the entrance 
in the Concord are invited to come on the Iron Mike Rally. What we do is uh, we meet on Carolina Vista Drive um, in front of the Carolina Hotel, just a, just a wonderful, beautiful uh, setting. Uh, people that have homes along that road now actually have parties uh, that morning for the Iron Mike Rally. They invite, you know, have mimosas and all kind of stuff and just have fun looking at the cars before we take off and go to Fort Bragg. So we have anywhere between um, 50 and 60 cars that go uh, on the what we call it the caravan, the Iron Mike Rally caravan, and and we uh, we leave in two segments. The slow cars go first, so they get a little head start, and then the uh, the, the fast ones go next. So um, and we kind of weave through the village, the little village, and head into Southern Pines, and then out into the country uh, to Fort Bragg, and um, we spend a day, uh, not a day, but a half a day with the troops. Um, so we bring the cars and kind of give them a sneak preview of what's going to be at the show. Um, we had mentioned earlier some of the, you know, some of the vehicles are, are trailer queens, so they don't come. But the ones that can come, and, and I, I, I'll tell you from the entrance standpoint, that's one of the highlights of our event. Oh really yes, look forward to coming over and meeting the soldiers, and um, you know they get to, you know, go into tanks and climb on things, and there's displays that the soldiers have for us, and vice versa. We actually have a Soldier's Choice Award that we give out on Saturday at the event where the soldiers pick their favorite car that went on the Iron Mike Rally. So there's a lot of interaction uh, we have with the troops over there, and, you know, they're, they're, they come out for free. Their families come out. Um, we're just on one of the big parade fields, and it's a cool experience. Oh, um, yeah, well, that's the way to see the cars, too. Oh, yeah. Yeah, oh, yeah. I, I like the idea about sitting on the road with the mimosas watching them go by. <laughs> Our bloody like Marys. Yeah. Do you really start getting picky? Jim? <laughs> yeah, but it's it's a you know it's a unique honor to be able to you know come onto a military base uh, like Fort Bragg yes. and be able to do what we do. Yes, um, and then we have a big military presence um, at the show. Um, the Black Daggers uh, parachuted in last year. We have the oh uh, USO USO is our sponsor. I mean, is, yeah, is our charity. Right. Uh, so US, USO uh, show troop, we flew in from New York City last year. They entertained during the show and our banquet Friday night. So we have a big, huge uh, military presence uh, with our event. Um, and as I mentioned, USO is our charity, USO of North Carolina. Yeah. Um, so they help us uh, coordinate some things. And it's just a cool connection that we have that a lot of other concours, or I guess no other concours really has. Um, and, you know, the Iron Mike Rally is kind of the highlight of that. Yeah, it's um, wonderful that you're involving the military. That, that yeah, and, and they really, you know, they really appreciate it. And they're and we, as the as the event has grown, we've seen more and more interest from um, the military and their families coming out to see the cars. You know, the first year, like everybody else, they really didn't know what to expect. You know, and as word gets out year after year, more and more of the military comes. So um, we're excited to go over Fort Bragg again. That's always a fun time. Yes. Uh, and then on on Saturday, and you know, we've talked about so many of our unique things. The, our concert, our post awards concert, is really unique. Um, so two years ago, um, we had a British Invasion kind of Beatles cover band concert in what we call the Village Green, which is in the village of Pinehurst. It, it's a, just a big grassy green area that we held this cover band concert, mm-hmm. and like two thousand people showed up. Um, of course, mm. it was free, but it, so we start thinking, like, well, how can we monetize this? So we went, you know, we came up with the idea, well, why couldn't we have the concert inside the gates? So we approached the resort, and uh, we didn't know what their reaction was going to be, and, you know, 
no or hell no, you know? <laughs> uh, the answer was yes. Uh, that would be really cool. We've never done something like this. So we started planning, um, trying to come up with bands that would fit into our demographics. So um, last year was the first, uh, you know, now we say, you know, our slogan is Cars, Courage, and Concert is our is our slogan. And we have a post-awards concert from, you know, big-name band. Last year was Three Dog Night. Uh, this year it's going to be the Commodores. We kind of stepped it up a little bit. So it was kind of interesting, you know, after the award ceremony. So the award ceremony usually ends around 3.30 or 4, and the band starts at 5. So the people all start gathering, you know, to jockey for seats for the concerts on the fairways. What, so, let me ask, what about food there during the concert? Yeah, we have concessions. Oh, yeah. Good, concessions. good. You're, you're asking about alcohol, aren't you? No, 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 no. no. We're, we're teetotalers. Yeah. Except and, and we yeah. lie like rocks. So. <laughs> well, and, and while we're on that subject, um, the 98th unique thing we have is um, we moved our con- our concord to Saturday. Um, sure. Every Every... Concord in the country is Sunday. Yes. And we all looked at each other and, you know, we were missing out. We were going to have this concert and so we're, we're going to miss out on alcohol sales and concessions. Like, why Why can't we have this on Saturday? And we all looked at each other. No reason. We can. So we did that because in North Carolina, you cannot serve alcohol on Sunday until noon. Um, so pretty much our first, you know, two years, you know, you're talking concession sales up until noon was food and, and water. So um, there's all, you know, methods to the madness, but, you know, moving it to Saturday also gave uh, people an opportunity, especially the entrance, but, you know, if they wanted to leave and not spend time, um, they could get on the road and travel back, um, you know, if not Saturday, Sunday, instead of having the Concord end at four on Sunday and then they're having to travel back and potentially get back to work on Monday. So it just works out so much better for everybody. Dave, well, what kind of what kind of uh, crowd are you expecting, and and how can people buy tickets or get involved with it? Well, last year we had ten thousand uh, people on the show field uh, and for the show and the concert. Um, this year we're three weeks out. We're fifteen hundred tickets ahead of last year's pace. Holy smoke! So, so um, you know the, the the combination of the car show and the concert's really taken off. Um, you can get tickets the best ways. Do it online is to go to uh, Concor, uh, PinehurstConcor.com, um, and there's a ticket portal. You can order tickets. pretty simple. Um, we, we do have an upgraded ticket that's a VIP experience that includes food and beverage um, in, a, in a tent setting. So um, we do have that option also online. Um, so it's pretty simple. There's, you know, tickets are now $40. Um, they were $30 up until um, a couple weeks ago, and then they are $50 day of the event. Um, so we sold, I think, uh, upwards of 700 tickets last year, day of event. Um, just people that, you know, wait to see what the weather's going to be like and then, you know, or may just, may, we realize that some people may just want to come out for the concert and that's okay too. And that's how we build our fan base. They come in maybe at 2.30 or 3 and they're looking at the cars going, what, what, we missed this? What, why didn't we come to this? So that's what we want. We want people that, you know, that are coming for just the concert to say, hey, let's, next year, let's come at noon. Let's yeah. come at 11. Oh, yes. You know, let's come at 9, you know? Yeah, no, that, uh, listen, I, I really think what you're doing is fabulous, especially on Saturday, and the Motown connection with the Commodores is yeah. phenomenal because they're right out of Detroit, and that's that's car stuff, too. Oh, yeah. Plus, the age group is, we, we know who Motown is. Um, 
I really want to talk again about the USO, and that's your charity, because that's so important. A lot of people think, oh, I go to one of those, and it's, okay, it's a thing, and the, and the promoter makes money. But you're obviously doing something with the profits by supporting the USO, and as we all know, the USO is probably one of the greatest things for the military. Well, we were told last year, and I won't give you the monetary figure, but um, the USO told USO of North Carolina told us that our donation was their single largest donation last year. Excellent, um, great to their, to their organization. Yeah. So we're we're proud of that, and um, I know they're excited to be back again for a second year. And you know, you, you get into these um, events, and you try to you try to you know, come up with who you want to partner with, and some organizations that have some meaning and some some meat to them. So um, it took us a couple of years to, to you know sort that out, and then um, and you want you know, hopefully you partner with someone who wants to partner with you and help you out and help you grow the event. So uh, we feel we're on the right path path with the USO of North Carolina. Um, last year we had a grand marshal that helped us get Dennis Haysburg, uh, sure, the all state get the all state guy in yeah. twenty four and a bunch yeah. of yeah yeah <laughs> he's. He's uh, he's been invited to come back. Uh, he was a, a tremendous hit. Uh, he's actually filming a new TV show, um, so we're waiting on word whether he's going to be able to come back or not. Um, wow! We're hoping, got our fingers crossed that he'll be back. But um, you know, things like that, you know, helping us um, with some military items and just you know, just the connection and the people recognize USO. Well, um, here's the thing: charity. you're giving back to the community. And that's the key thing today is to support the community and, of course, to support our military. And uh, I see it here with the USO at the Atlanta airport. Well, I, I, I want to throw out another thing with the USO that a lot of folks don't understand or don't know. Um, if you have a husband or a child in the military uh, – as a parent, you can go to the USO and ask for help if you're in a foreign country. Yep. The USO is there not just for the person in uniform, but the person behind the uniform. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. And, and, you know, I'd be remiss if I didn't, you know, talk about Pioneer's Resort and what a great sure. partner they've been. Um, you know, this is right in the heart of golf season for them. Um, so it is a little bit of a challenge um, to, you know, give up. You know, some holes on golf courses and to have us come in and stage this event this time of year. Um, if it was August and 98 degrees, that, you know, that'd give us Piners number two, maybe. But, <laughs> uh, you know, it, 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 they've been great partners through the years. Um, we've got next year is one more year in our contract. So hopefully we're going to, this will be a great long partnership. And then the village of Pinehurst, uh, is also, uh, one of our great partners that, um, we use some of their venues to do some things, and we have a kind of a, a Corvette and Porsche, a little Corvette and Porsche club car uh, event on Friday night that kind of kicks our event off in the village. Um, so we, you know, these are great partners of ours the first four years or three years and head into the fourth year. Uh, we, you know, we couldn't pull these things off without them, and then also the, the, the volunteers, obviously, are huge for us. Uh, you know, the, we're in a community in Pinehurst where they're used to volunteering for U.S. Opens and golf tournaments. So, um, you know, we're we're thrilled that we get the support from the volunteers and the turnout that we do get, and and the excitement of them wanting to work the event. Dave, um, um, we need to take our last break. We're up yep. against Harlan. Uh, can we come back and we'll finish this out? 
We sure can. All Thanks, right. Dave. You're right, Mike. Watchdog is a term given an organization like the United States Justice Foundation, which since 1979 has been watching out and, when necessary, taking the appropriate action from testifying to litigating to protect our constitutional rights. USJF, a nonprofit organization, is nationally recognized not only as a watchdog, but many in the government, as well as those involved in legal cases, have also called the USJF a bulldog for the tenacious approach in their presentation and proof of what is right. Find out more at www.usjf.net. Support USJF as they support you. Did you miss the show that you really wanted to hear? All of our programs are available for download on americaswebradio.com and on iTunes. You can listen to your favorite programs on americaswebradio.com anytime you like. Hi, this is Steve Ronaldo, host of the Classic Car Show on America's Web Radio. Uh, just talking to you about antique car insurance. I think that uh, if you're looking for the best coverage for your classic car, consider J.C. Taylor Insurance. They've been our my insurer for years in this hobby and have the top rating of every, all of the insurance companies in the hobby. When you get ready for insurance, call J.C. Taylor or visit jctaylor.com on the Internet. You're listening to AmericasWebRadio.com, the pioneer and leader in chat radio. Thank you for listening. And we're delighted to have Dave Droshak on uh, today from Pinehurst. And, uh, Dave, it's been a delight having you on, and uh, we want to thank you and hope that it's all successful at Pinehurst. Uh, I understand that, that because you've been with them quite a while that they've put you in charge of the weather and so if, it's, if there's any problem, they go to they look you up in the communication center. Is that correct? Well, the first year, um, is, you know, we were worried about you know thunderstorms that time of year. The first year we had 53 degrees and mist, so uh, we all looked at each other going, "What?" Now this is a true story. The year before, I think the high that day was um, I'm wanting to say it was 53, and this is not this is a true story. The temperature. The year before was 103 at that time of year. It was like a record. So we you had like a 50 degree difference from yeah. the year before. So welcome the to the south. Years, the last two years, I've been in charge of the weather. That's all <laughs> <I can> <laughs> well, let's hope it is good this year too. That that's, that's incredible. Um, judges, how do you mm-hmm. does Nigel Matthews select your judges, or how do you how do you do that? Because there's there's sort of a a group or a clique or a club yep. that goes from yep. Concord to Concord? All of the above, right? Yeah. So, yeah. Um, you know, that's um, an interesting question in people. It's kind of a behind-the-scenes thing, right, where people really see these guys walking around in two coats and ties. Yep. You know, who are these guys? Well, you know, they're world-class judges, and they judge Concords all over the world. And a key that people don't realize of getting good cars in your event is who's judging your event. Mm-hmm. Um, all these you know, it's very competitive. These guys want to win best in class and best in show. So if they feel they're going to an event that's, um, you know, you know, shoddy judging and it's not fair or, you know, they won't go. Um, yeah. They want to go where they're being judged. You know, if they're bringing their best car they have, they want to be judged by the best. So we're, you know, Nigel is, is going into his second year as our chief judge. Uh, he's very well respected in the industry. And, and you know, they picked, uh, he gets with Jay Howard and um, they picked, who they want to come and 
a lot of them are returning. Some are, have been here the first year and, and decided not to come back or uh, weren't invited back or whatever, and now are coming back. So we, we try to craft and create the, you know, the best judging team we can, just like we try to get the best cars we can. So it's all a big puzzle. Um, but we've got some great loyal judges that have been here, some of them all four years. So, uh, you know, it's just, uh, it's good to see. And, you know, it's, it's you know, we, we give them uh, some Peter Millar items, and it's interesting. They'll be wearing them somewhere, maybe a pebble or something, and, and Jay will come back and say, hey, I saw our, one of our judges is wearing, you know, uh, our blazer we gave them or whatever, you know, pebble. So, <laughs> wow. Uh, it, it, it's nice that, um, yeah. You know, and these are these guys are great ambassadors for our event. They're the ones that go out and talk it up with the other the other vehicles that are maybe at Amelia or Pebble or some of these other concourses. And say, hey, you know, have you been to Pinehurst? Mm-hmm. No, no. Why? Where? Where is it? Where? You know, what do you guys do there? And you know, they're the ones that have been to our event for the first three or four years, and they're the ones that are going out talking to the. You know, they 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 deal directly with these guys. They judge their cars and talk to them at other events. So. They're great ambassadors for us, and we can't thank the judges enough for what they've done for us. Yeah, that's it's not an easy job, and uh, now I, you got to work on that tablet, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah well. Dave, what's what's your crystal ball look like? Well, um, you know, the one thing with an outside event, you, you mentioned the weather. You, you just you know, it's hard not to look at the seven day forecast, the five day forecast, the three day forecast. You know, it just. Weather is, is obviously the the number one factor in, in our event. We want some good weather, and, and that just that just makes everything flow so much better. Um, where is Pinehurst yeah. going next year and ten years down the road? Well, yeah, you know, obviously we're back next year at the resort, and then you know ten years down the road, you know we would you know potentially like to you know add some items um, that maybe are unique that we're, we're not even thinking of right now that we may think of next year, the year after, the year after that. Um, so we're not really out to copy any other concourse, and I think that's pretty evident from all the things that we do. We're we're very unique, and um, we're proud of that uniqueness, and yet still um, keeping close the values of a concourse. Uh, you don't want to create something so uh, offbeat or off the wall that. You know, people really say, well, I don't, that's not really a concourse. I don't want to come to that, or I don't want to bring my car. Um, these are all things that, you know, have accentuated the experience for the entrance, and that's really what it's all about. You know, the cars are our show. If we don't get cars that are high quality, then the show suffers. Right. So, um, you know, we respect their feedback and what they've told us and what they like, and, um, you know, so far, you know, we've hit some home runs. It doesn't mean everything we do is going to be great, but... You know, down the road, it's it's hard to predict. Would we like to be at Pinehurst Resort? Yeah, ten years from now, sure. Um, would we like to maybe have another fairway full of cars? Maybe, um, but maybe we stay how we are. Um, mm-hmm. You know, Wrigley Field is still Wrigley Field. You know, Fenway is Fenway. It's not, you know, bigger is not necessarily better. And that's how we look at things. We, you know, we want the quality of the cars and we want the fan experience. You know, we we've we've kind of capped in our mind of how many people we want on that show field. Um, and we may next year or the year after be able to sell more tickets than that, but we may not, may not sell more tickets than that. Um, uh, well, yeah, standing room only ticket sometimes in an arena is not very good. Yeah. So, um, we want, we want that experience and, you know, we want, and that's how you drive your, your price, your ticket up. You want the experience is what drives it. And then, then you can raise ticket prices and you can create more revenue. 
by having a demand for that ticket. And if people get there and it's overcrowded and um, there's not good cars and it's just not a good experience, it's just not going to come back. So we're uh, we're excited about where we're going and um, uh, the event continues to grow and, and that's what you want to see. You want to see that uptick. As the uh, communications director, do you feel that you've gotten the coverage uh, both on a local basis and on a national basis that you would like? Um, you know, yes and no. You always want more, right? So, you know, that's um, – a Concours is kind of a – it's a, you know, and you guys know the industry. You know, I've, I'm an old Associated Press guy for 20 years, so the industry's really changed. The newspaper industry's dying. Uh, there's just – it's more Internet-driven. So, they're, you know, the, the local – some of the local papers have been very good to us. Other ones, you know, haven't covered us. And, you know, it's it's not a sport event. It's, what is it? Is it a feature? Is it a social event? So it's, um, you know, some of the people have really grasped hold of it. Others haven't. We've formed a great partnership this year for the first time with WRAL-TV, um, new NBC, NBC affiliate that's very powerful in the Raleigh-Durham market. We feel that that's, that's really our, our go-to market is the Raleigh-Durham market, which is, you know, an hour up the road from Pinehurst. There's only so many people live in Pinehurst. It's a very small community. So in order to grow the event, we have to hit the Raleigh-Durham market where, you know, advertising is, is more expensive than down in Pinehurst. So you need a partner that's willing to help you. And WREL has really stepped up to the plate this year. Mr. Jim Goodman, who owns the station, is fabulous. Him that's and uh, Bob Ingram are good friends. And so we worked out, you know, some public service announcements up here, and they're covering us. They just did a feature on one of their Out and About series shows that just ran this week, uh, you know, and they're going to bring some talent down and do some stuff on site. So those are the type of things you want to really start building. And, um, yeah, I mean, I, I'm, I'm pleased with, the, you know, we, the media turnout's been more and more every year, um, more, more heavily weighted to the photography side, but it really is, is a photo event uh, for the most part. Uh, you get some great photography, and um, it's fun to shoot these cars and see different things. So um, that that's a work in progress, just like our event. But, uh, yeah, I'm, I've been pretty pleased by the turnout of the media. Good, good. Do you have a blog? Do you do a blog, too? Or does... I do not do a blog. No. The, the... I'm old like you. I don't do blogs. <laughs> well, let, Nobody's let me, that old. Let, let, me, let me throw one at you. Okay. There's a site called Sports Car Digest Daily. Oh, yeah. Yeah, and they cover Pebble extremely well the whole week. Um, they do Amelia. Well, Jamie Doyle is one of our judges. So, okay. Um, we've uh, good. Jamie does does helps us out tremendously with our event too. So, All right. Uh, All right. Well, we've got some great. I mean, we've got some great partners that have helped yeah. us. Yeah. Okay. Um, good. And the other course I mentioned was Road Scholars Bob's uh, yep. website. Yep. Yeah. All yep. right. Yep. Well, good. All right, uh, we got a, about a minute to wrap. Can you yep. kind of give us an overview and and make our listeners yeah. want to go? Yeah. Once again, you know, for tickets, uh, PinehurstConcord.com. Uh, very easy uh, ticket portal. Go to just click on tickets and you can order them online. And you can uh, get them printed out. Be ready to go. Um, you know. Really, the main event, the Iron Mike Rally on Friday is, is the closed event for the public. And Saturday is the main event, and it's a, you know a unique day. Uh, you, you don't get a day like this anywhere else where you're having 110, 120 pristine cars. We also have the, the club cars that are over 180, so you'll have over 300 cars there. 
on the fairways. What a beautiful setting at Pine Ridge Resort. And then uh, sit on the grass or bring your lawn chair and, and listen to the Commodores. You know, uh, seven number one hits in their career and Grammy Award winners and just a, just an ultimate classic, classic group um, that just, uh, you know, in an iconic setting at the resort. Doesn't get much better than that. No, you know, no, it doesn't. It's a 75 degree day and and um, all the pollen's gone already, so it's going to be beautiful. <laughs> oh, wonderful. Well, we wish you the best, and I want to thank you. I know you've uh, you you're if you've excited us, and hopefully our listeners get excited, and all the folks in the southeast that want to come see this show. Well, I, I can't appreciate and thank you enough for uh, uh, the we, hour. And, and we enjoy and, it. And great. Yeah, we yeah, love doing this. Any, Anytime, guys. Anytime you need anything, give me a ring. Okay. Thanks, Dave. Thank you, guys. You know, uh, just like many of our interviews, uh, Dave was fantastic, and we appreciate him coming on. And uh, We've got some exciting things. I meant to mention to uh, Dave that I think, uh, I don't want to be held to this, but I think uh, our uh, lady host, Kim Barnes, I believe she's mentioned that she's going down to Pinehurst. Good. And, um, you know, our team, you and Steve Ronaldo and Kevin Flood in, in the U.K., and now Kim Barnes. Uh, Kim's got a great interview coming up with uh, Inner City uh, uh, Moving or Inner City Hauling. Yeah. And uh, that's going to be just a, a beautiful show. And, um, you know, it, it just, it, it's been amazing and just growing and growing. And uh, the folks that are following us now, uh, the numbers are going up every month. And it, it's super. Well, um, and uh, the the other thing is, I think maybe next year we ought to do a follow-up with Dave. Absolutely. Do a follow-up with Bill Warner on Amelia. Do a follow-up on Kiowa. Because these are East Coast shows, and there's a lot of people on the East Coast. And uh, to be honest with you, I went to Pebble for years, and it just got too crowded for me. Well, I think Dave made a good point that, uh, you know, hopefully they'll hold it to where it's not just right. a, a yeah. fair or a zoo or whatever. It's, you know, it's controlled yeah. and so forth. Yeah. Jim, as always, uh, it's been thank a pressure. you for coming in. It's been a, <laughs> absolutely, and it's time to put the plug in the jug, get out of here, get ready for uh, uh, the prologue will be followed by the America's Homegrown Veggie Show. We'll be back next week on America's Web Radio and the Classic Car Show. Thanks for listening. You're listening to AmericasWebRadio.com, the pioneer and leader in chat radio. Thank you for listening.